Good evening and welcome to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly, where we will cover the past, take a look at the present, forecast the future of high school sports in Adams and Wells County. So sit back and relax and join your truly Bob Adams, along with Rex Brewer for year 18 of Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. Note the opinions expressed by Bob and Rex are theirs alone and do not reflect the opinions of WVBD and staff or its sponsors. the services provided at Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza? We fill propane grill tanks, test pool water, custom mix paint, cut keys, ship UPS packages, cut glass and plexiglass, we rent tents, tables and chairs, we rent trenchers, a skid loader, tractor, stump grinder, sod cutter, and so many more items. Hardware, plumbing, electrical, or paint. Let Decatur Hardware and Rental make your project much easier to complete. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza. Family owned in the same location since 1972. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Do you remember last winter? Why would I want to? Cold, snow, unpredictable utility bills. Exactly, unpredictable utility bills and shortages. What are you getting at? I'm talking about the real world advantages of a quality Hitzer coal burning stove. Where can I learn more? Online at Hitzer.com or stop by the showroom, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Be energy independent with a new handcrafted Hitzer stove. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, member Adams Health Network. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. I'm Bob Adams. And I'm Rex Brewer. And we have a special guest up tonight. It's Jack Meyer, who played uh, ball a few years back at uh, Hartford Township. And we're going to talk about some old-time players. But first, we'll take a look at the week that was. Uh, former South Adams wrestler Dean Brandstetter, a 1983 South Adams grad, picked up his 500th dual match win in a tournament at Danville, Illinois. Brandstetter has coached at Wal Waldron, Clinton Central, Mar uh, Marmion Academy and Attica, which is where he's at now. Last Wednesday night wrestling, it was Angola 51, Bluffton 16, boys basketball, Dwinger beat Belmont 61-41. Girls basketball, Southern Wells over Westdale 60-54. Norwell beat Jay County 69-52. Swimming on Thursday night, Adams Central boys beat Belmont boys 104-72. Tristan Anderson set two records, one in the 50 free and one in the 100 free. Belmont 89, Adams Central 80. This was a girls' score. 
In boys, it was Bluffton over Wabash, 124 to 59. Bluffton beat Wabash in girls, 113 to 70. South Adams boys beat Blackford boys, 116 to 59. And the South Adams girls beat the Blackford girls, 109 to 46. Norwell beat Huntington North in boys swimming, 122 to 54. And the girls from Norwell won 119 to 57 over Huntington. Girls basketball was Bluffton 36, Eastbrook 30. Friday night girls basketball. Belmont won a big NE8 contest from Huntington North, 56-43. And New Haven, er, New, excuse me, Norwell squeaked, squeaked by New Haven, 82-28. <laughs> Boys basketball, it was Adams Central, 49, Bluffton, 27. Jake County over South Adams, 52-32. And Daleville beat Southern Wells, 62-50. You had me for a minute there, Bob. Squeak, yeah, squeak by. Squeak by, uh, just, well, 50-some points, that's not too bad. Saturday night basketball was Huntington North over Belmont 77-41. New Haven beat Norwell 60-50. Wrestling, it was uh, Belmont and Norwell were at the NE8. Leo finished first, Huntington North second. Tied for second with New Haven. Belmont and Columbia City tied for fourth. East Noble was sixth, Norwell seventh, and DeKalb was eighth. And uh, the uh, Belmont team was missing a few of their wrestlers that day. Yeah, we were a little bit short. Uh, They had two winners at 106, uh, Hutker, and at 145, Rubel. Adam Central, Southern Wells, South Adams, Bluffton were at the ACHC tourney at uh, Woodland. Adam Central won at Jake County was second, Southern Wells third, South Adams fourth, Bluffton fifth, Woodland sixth, Heritage seventh. Uh, local winners uh, Rupp at 106, Miller at 113, both from South Adams. Leiter from Adam Central at 120, Moser at Adam Central 132, Macklin from Adam Central at 138, Baumgartner, South Adams 195, and 220. Uh, Bruner of Adams Central. Swimming, they held the ACAC at Jay County. The boys, Bluffton was first, Adams Central second, Jay County third, and South Adams fourth. Uh, the 200 medley relay went to Bluffton. The 200 free went to Reef of Bluffton. The 200 individual medley went to Lees of Bluffton. Diving went to Kidd of Bluffton. 100 free went to Colbert of South Adams. 500 free went to Reef of Bluffton. 200 free relay went to a- Adams Central. 100 backstroke went to Reef of Bluffton. The 100 breaststroke went to Ringer of Bluffton. And the 400 free relay was won by AC. Girls, Jay County was the winner. Bluffton was second. South Adams third. Adams Central fourth. Only local winner was the grab ball of South Adams. She won the diving competition. Girls basketball was Bluffton over Heritage 41-29. South Adams beat Woodland 51-22. And Jay County beat Southern Wells 51-41. Tuesday night basketball, Manchester beat Belmont 57-39. Belmont was outscored 24-2 in that final quarter. They were, they actually led by a couple of points heading into the final quarter. That's what it finished strong. Yes. Adam Central beat Eastbrook 70-67. That was Adam Central's fourth straight win. Carroll with 26, Brown with 22. Wabash hit a couple of free throws with six-tenths of a second to go to beat Bluffton 59-57. Norwell beat Northfield 57-48. Girls basketball. Adam Central beat Blackford 59-13. Marion beat Bluffton 55-37. And Norwell beat the uh, Ponytail Face in next week's sectional. Lures 59-46. Boys swimming, Bluffton over Norwell 101-67. Dell over South Adams 111-73. Belmont over East Noble 109-47. Girls, it was Norwell 124, Bluffton 59. Delta 105, South Adams 80. And East Noble 109 and Belmont 67. That was the week that was in high school sports. 
And, Rex, I think we're going to have to go with Mr. Anderson from Adam Central as our Athlete of the Week. Uh, set two new school records in the 50 free and the 100 free during the ACAC meet. That's a fast swim, Bob. We'll take a break. Be back with our special guest right after this. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Model trains, one of the nation's favorite hobbies for all ages. For all your needs, rely on Whistle Stop, Hobbies and Crafts, 905 North 2nd Street, Decatur. Trains, pine cars, rockets, model kits, and diorama supplies, they're all at this well-stocked one-stop hobby shop. You'll also find DMC embroidery floss, CK products, and cake, cookie, and candy supplies. Stop today at Whistle Stop, 905 North 2nd Street, Indicator. Searching for a family doctor? Looking for convenient family and maternity care that works for you? How about appointments starting at 8 a.m. during lunch from 12 to 1 or evening hours Mondays and Wednesdays? Dr. Nick Nussbaum and nurse practitioner Amanda Selking of Monroe Family Medicine, 205 Tower Drive in Monroe, offer convenience and compassionate care for you. For information on becoming a patient, please call 260-692-6163. Adams Memorial. Exceptional care, close to you. Since 1980, we have been your screen printing professionals. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 Commerce Drive in Decatur. We take great pride in our screen printing and embroidery accomplishments. If you need from a few to a few hundred garments decorated, we can do it. Schools, organizations, business apparel, and more. Your design or custom design. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Well, welcome back to Hitcher Stoves High School Sports Weekly, and uh, we're now joined by Jack Myers who uh, played ball at Hartford Township, was the first 1,000-point scorer in the county. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the players he played against and some of the uh, uh, gyms that he played in. And, Jack, I, I'd asked you earlier, uh, of course, this is Indiana, and, and back then a lot of uh, – every, every boy was interested in basketball pretty much. But uh, I asked you, who, who inspired you? Who was the guy that you looked up to when, when you were getting in, involved in basketball? You know – Bob, I, I'm not real sure. I think a lot of it was on kind of dad. <clears throat> he played at Kirkland when they won the sectional, the only one they ever won in 28. And all them players would talk to me when I was pretty little, and I think that helped. But back at that time, the older people came to the house and because we had basketball go on to both ends you of the wall. hold that just a little bit closer. And I, I think they... They had a lot of influence on what we done. In softball, I could name, you know, certain people, but in basketball, sort of everybody. They were just good to me all the way down the line. Sometimes we were very fortunate. That means a lot to a little kid to have have uh, people that he's looked up to. Come oh, in especially and talk to. when them guys are older than you are, and you know, I could I could name a lot of them, but there's so many of them, and we were just very fortunate. And at that time, 
you know, and you shouldn't say it because it's sort of negative to today, but everybody was family. When you went to Lingrove, you had to get up there early on Saturday or Sunday or you couldn't get in the game. Today, nobody plays. Yeah. You know, you don't see basketball goals outside. It's just a different different game, sort of. Well, you know, they've got the AAU programs and stuff, and kids, if they want to play on a team, they can play about all year round. Right now, we got a grandson in the third grade at Bluffton. That'd be Amy's son. Mm-hmm. He played last Sunday, and he plays next Sunday at Fort Wayne. Two games, plays at 12 and 12.50. You know, that's sort of the way it is today. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking down some of these names, I uh, we had talked earlier about Quentin Christ I had from, from uh, Monroe, and he played on some good teams. Quentin. <clears throat> John Kirchner and I was talking. We thought maybe Quentin Christ – and Tommy Hohammer might have been as good as anybody in this area. Chris played with Clink's baseball team, and he was very tough. And he played basketball till he was 40 years old. And he, he was a heck of an athlete. And I got to know him later in life when he was at Chalet and Burn when he got older. And some people probably don't know, like I guess I can say it here, but Chris used to go to the World Series without a ticket, and he'd watch them unload stuff, whether it was pop or whatever it was, and Quentin would just get in line and carry stuff in. About second time he carried something in, he'd stay. That's the way he got into the games, and he'd done that for years, and he'd tell about that, just laugh and laugh, you know, just a good guy. Yeah, a lot of good times. And uh, looking on down here, you've got uh, Vernon Zerker on, on here. And, uh, of course, he was uh, uh, a brother to uh, the Zerker, Paul Zerker, that started uh, uh, Zerker Tire here in, in Monroe. And uh, I had, I think it was Paul was telling me one time that uh, I believe it was maybe Myron uh, Knopf that was the, uh, the coach there for a few years. Um, I'm I'm not sure about that, but I think he said it was Myron Knopf. Um, he actually Myron actually went out and talked to the Zerker's dad because he wanted him to play ball, and he his dad said, "Well, you know, they they got chores and stuff to do here at home. I need them here at home." And they finally worked out a deal that they they'd get their chores done, then the, he'd give them a ride to basketball practice and back. Yeah, Myron Knopf, good guy too. <laughs> I played softball with Myron. He was second baseman. And he played in the Yankees chain with the third baseman, who was at that time. Anyhow, they were good buddies. And I don't remember the name, but, yeah, he was <clears throat> he was a good athlete. And uh, Myron Knopf later became a, a big deal in the IHSAA for several years, too. Yes. And was. ended up at – I think he ended up at maybe Valparaiso <laughs> or someplace. Um. Just looking over here, uh, you've got Gerald, Gerald uh, Miller from uh, Jefferson, and, of course, he was the uh, brother of Harold Miller, who was the longtime uh, Decatur mayor. Um, and I think he lived in uh, – Gerald actually lived in New Corden but went to school in Adams County. Yes. He was, uh, <clears throat> he was a very good scorer. He was, he was just a good ball player and a good guy. 
And then you've got the three Bs from uh, from uh, Portland, Dick Bond and John Bright and Daryl Brewster. That was I, I've heard a lot of stories about those guys. You know, I saw them play in the regional when they won it. They were great athletes. And then later on, I played against Brighton Bond when they played softball. And they was playing down in Portland, and Tommy Hohammer was with them. They was on a good team. Tommy hit a ball off me that night. I don't even think they went and looked for it. He had it so far. <laughs> he, he, was a, he was a great athlete, too. And uh, Daryl Brewster. This would have been about 1948. Daryl Brewster, I believe, went and played uh, uh, professional football then. Yes, and that would have been in 48 because uh, Hartford played there. That's when Hartford won oh, the yeah. section. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. they, they beat us. I was in the eighth grade, I think. And the other uh, Jefferson from uh, Randolph County would have been about that time too, wouldn't it? Yes, maybe that was a year or two later. They were. Known I was very good friends with Jim Harris, and I, when I went to service, he went at the same time, and he played with us then for many years. And Jim Harris was awful tough. You got some guys here from from Huntington, Steve Platt. I have. Uh, Met Steve Platt, met his son, uh, uh, and Shoemaker and Weaver from Huntington. And I was telling you earlier that uh, Shoemaker's dad was actually from the little town I grew up in, Eaton. His his name was Welcome Weaver. And, of course, that's part of uh, Weaver Popcorn now, too. Popcorn, so they yes. really made a name for themselves. And, uh, Bryant, you've got uh, Tom Ho- Hohammer listed, and then uh, Dick Masters and one of the former mayors here at uh, Burn, John Minch. And Tom Weigel, but uh, uh, I was a little uh, Tom Tom Hohammer was a little bit before my time, but he had I think he had two or three boys that probably played there at Bryant too that were pretty good. Who who did you who you talking? Tom Hohammer. Oh yeah, one of them signed a baseball contract at least one, and I don't know what he done from there. And then Dick Masters, there were there were several of the Masters uh, brothers there too, and I I think as a family they're probably the all time leading scorers in in uh, Jay County. Well, they probably are. Dick Dick was awful tough. There was a pretty good one played when I played, but Dick went on to uh, I think Western Michigan to play then. And uh, Montpelier, you've got a couple guys there that uh, Ed Kirshner played there, but uh, he turned out to be a coach. I think he was. Uh, just recently, maybe in the last year or two, he was became the all-time winningest high school coach in Florida, and uh, John Stroop was uh, from from uh, Jackson Township in Wells County, but he uh, coached at uh, Montpelier. I believe he coached at Blackford, and coached maybe at Bluffton. For he a year coached two. one year at Bluffton, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Kirshner is a great guy. Uh, I'm good friends with him. Talk to him about once every month or two. And he's he fell just the other day, and he's got banged up pretty good. But he's a very he was a good athlete. His mother was home ec teacher at Hartford when I was in school. Yeah, let's see what else you got here. Uh, of course, Mammoth had some good players over the years. Uh, I've I've I met uh, uh, let's see I met Don, Don Brown. I met Norm Woody. I met uh, Harry Myers, met all those guys, but uh, they had a lot of good players over the year. They they were probably, um, well, they won what three or three or four uh, sectionals in a row there in the early fifties. Yes, I think 
And Kerry Myers was the most valuable player either two or three years in the regional. Boy, Conrad played some good ball. And uh, they, Bob Harvey was a little older, great athlete. Before we, we before we go any farther, uh, we've we've talked a lot over the last several years. But uh, you have an interesting story. You you were the first thousand point scorer in the county, and uh, you go into the sectional. I believe you're what two points shy going into the sectional, being a thousand point scorer, and you miss your first game before because you're ill. And why don't you take it from there and tell us what happened? Well, I was ill for a few games and. Of course, I'm prejudiced, but I think my doctor didn't help me, but we'll skip that. <laughs> <laughs> and I switched doctors then, but I finally got over it. But we went. Ray Miller, if he was living today, he told me many times he thought he made a mistake. I'd been sick so many games, and he didn't start me against Decatur. And Decatur was loaded. They had a good bunch of guys. And he didn't start me, and everybody sort of give up, I think. Some of the guys that have been scored didn't. And then when I went in, we outplayed them from there on, and not because it was me, but it was because everybody else played better. And we didn't get beat too bad, but, you know, we got beat, and that's that's the name of the game. But uh, Decatur had some awful good ball players. When you look at Bunky, Bear, Strickler, Jim Moses, Patriot was starting. That was a good bunch of guys, you know. And, uh, you know, you were the first 1,000-point scorer in the county, and, and I think Jerry Augsburger was the second. Uh, but later in the 50s, maybe from maybe 54 uh, on on up, Geneva had quite a few guys that, that uh, were, were really good. And you look down through here, of course, we talked with Larry Haney and uh, – you got Jerry Tester, John Stanley, Mike Newcomer. All them, all them guys could score some points. Yeah, they were all very good. Ivan Neville and Bob Schister was a good athlete. He was maybe better in track. He was a good high jumper, very good. Tom Weaver and John, Bro- John Stanley's brother Les was a good ball player. Uh, that was good guys. I always look at, you know, Barry Haney's just tops. Larry's had five by- bypasses, but he's doing real good. Uh, I talk to him every once in a while. Larry was, he was just a heck of a good ball player. He played, was it Indiana Central at that time? Mm-hmm. He played down there when he was the only white guy at the start. Of and that just didn't happen then. I think he told me he played with uh, Oscar Robertson's brother, yeah. Bailey. It, but yeah, yeah, he did. That was a good ball club. And then it's funny, he ended up as being a, uh, what, a timekeeper for the Colts? Yes, for a long time. And he finally had to retire, but he'd done that. And he talked about it, but he didn't tell us everything, you know. Well, he was telling us the last time I talked with him, he was telling us about uh, uh, during the postseason that that the scorekeepers and timekeepers are assigned to different teams. They're not assigned to their usual team. And he ended up uh, in downtown Philly on the top floor of a, apparently a really, really, really nice hotel and said, I called my wife and said, you'll never guess where I'm at. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, he had a panoramic view of uh, Philadelphia. i tell you what kind of a guy Larry was. He was 
athletic director down there in Indianapolis. I forget what school. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Central. Yeah, I think so. And when he retired, the school was not blessed with money. Larry went in the next year, and he volunteered to help free. I mean, that was Larry, you know. I've got a friend that lives down near there, and uh, he stopped in to see Larry one day, and and uh, uh, this, this friend said, "Do you know Bob Adams?" And Larry said, "Yes, I do." You know, and they 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 talked about me behind my back. Yeah, <laughs> but that was it good or bad? It was it was good. It was, it was okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pleasant Mills. I always I always thought Pleasant Mills was an interesting story. Um, in the early years, when when teams started first getting nicknames, they called them the Wonder Boys because everybody wondered if they'd ever win a ball game. And uh, later on, they had uh, uh, Doc Wizard as a coach. Oh yeah, and he he must have been a character. I I didn't know him. Uh, was it his wife I met? I met uh, maybe it was his daughter I met. Uh, but anyway, I, I I did meet one one of his relatives. But uh, he he sounded like he was a real character. You know the unusual thing about Bob. When I was trustee, he was school superintendent after that. Yeah. Nobody ever knew how he got that <laughs> job, but he seemed to do all right, you know. That, and he sold Studebakers. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I forgot that. I remember now. Yeah. But, you know, you look at some of these players here, and there, there are some that Jim Price and, and uh, John Fry, Doyle Strayer, Les Painter, Jack Radovich, all were, uh, were, were good players at Pleasant Mills. Pleasant Mills had a lot of good ball players, and I did talk to Jim Price a while ago. And Jim's, he's hurting right now. He's going to the doctor, but uh, yeah, he was going to come up tonight. had had some medical issues he needed to take care of. So, but uh, that was an their their gym. Uh, well, we've got two gyms that are kind of interesting. We didn't talk much about Kirkland's gym, but after they they had won the sectional, the uh, the uh, Kirkland Township people got together, and they bought the old Decatur gym, which was actually dates back to the 1840s as a church, and they used it as a, uh, uh, an opera house and a skating rink. And finally, in the teens, the Decatur Athletic Association bought it and put showers in and put a floor down. They turned it into a gym. And when they built the Lincoln Building, I think about 1925, the Lincoln Building and gym was built, and they didn't use it anymore. And uh, I think Decatur Catholic would, had probably been built that time, so they had two pretty new gyms in Decatur that, uh, you know, the city teams would use as well as some of the county schools that didn't have gyms. So they come into town and, and tore the, the old opera house down, old church down, and hold it out to uh, Kirkland Township and put it back up across the road. And I have pictures from both places, and it, and it looks the same in both places. I mean, and they actually... Uh, that was actually the first Adam Central gym because that was Adam Central school till they got the uh, building there at Monroe done. So that's that's quite a history. I call it the moving gym or the traveling gym. You know, I, I want to say something about Pleasant Mills. <clears throat> a lot of people at Decatur probably don't know, but Jim Price was recruited very heavy to go to Decatur. And Jim's told me about it many times. He regrets he didn't go. That was with Strickler and Bunky and them yeah. guys. They might have won the state if Jim would have went. And the reason he could go, and Bob Worthman was never involved there. He never went out to prices, but business people did. And they had an ag program at Decatur, which Buzz Mills didn't have, so he could have transferred. Yeah. 
Man, well, that made a ball club. Well, you know, that wasn't the first time when, when uh, uh, what was his name, Herb, Herba Curtis, who was the brother of the Cur- Curtis that coached at uh, uh, Indiana State. And uh, anyway, when he came up from Monrovia, he brought two of his players with him. And this would have been in the late 20s. And they won, uh, they won a couple of Fort Wayne sectionals in two years running. They beat all the Fort Wayne schools with the, the, the players he had brought with him and the players he had here. So that wasn't the first instance of somebody recruiting a, recruiting a player. <laughs> and well, you know, later on, Kirkland actually got kicked out of the IHSAA for about six months for trying to recruit a kid from Lancaster. And, you know, when that happened, that's when Dad was playing. And uh, Bill Bryan was coach. Bill was a great guy. And that year they were kicked out, and Lafayette Jeff was kicked out. And they played two games against each other. In the first game, uh, Kirkland got beat pretty bad. The second game was very close. Well, and then they won the state that year. That was, that was actually Frankfurt. It was uh, it was Frankfurt that won the state that year. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They played Frankfurt at Frankfurt, and they played Frankfurt here in uh, yeah. Adams County. Yeah. The second game was close. It was close. Um, and then, of course, the thing on the Pleasant Mills gym was that uh, Doc Vizard took a petition around, and everybody but two people, two taxpayers in the uh, in uh, St. Mary's Township signed it, and uh, they actually they hired a, a uh, general contractor and used volunteer laborers to build that gym and there was a fellow that was trustee then his name was mccullough and i the way i understand it was that he inspected every piece of wood that went into that floor and if a if a regular floor took a truckload of wood they went through three truckloads of wood to get the best floor that they could find for that gym so that's uh that's really something they of course they couldn't do that anymore but Things were a little different back then. And uh, Decatur now, you've got Vic Strickler. You've talked a little bit about him, Jim Moses, uh, George Bear, Harold Bonke, uh, Morrison, and Moses. And uh, There's probably more should be on there. Yeah. I, I won't I'm disagree not sure with you. Who there are. Uh, you got the two, Jerry and Jim Vogelweed, Don Baker, Joe Wilder, and uh, Jim Wilder and uh, Mongo Myers. Uh one of those guys, I think it was Myers, went to Notre Dame and played after he got out of Decatur Catholic. I don't know. I know he was a heck of a shooter. Yeah. He was a very great shooter. That's kind of what got me started in, into this. I ran into uh, Mrs. Eichhorn at the library, and she was she had her grandkids with her, and she was trying to find something on Decatur Catholic's state, Catholic State Championship in 1930 because her dad or an uncle or somebody had played on there. And uh, – I was down there looking, just looking up some information on the schools, and I thought, well, why not do a, a basketball history? So I started off with Decatur Catholic. That was the, uh, that was the first school I did. That was a good while back. In Hartford, you got uh, Jerry Duball and Bob Augsburger, Jerry Augsburger, Wayne Duball, Glenn Smith, Larry Duball, Roger Moser, Jack Meyer, and Dean Staley. And uh, once again, we know all those guys were pretty good athletes. Yeah, they were all all good good athletes, and I think we could have been helped if we'd had better schedule. You know, so many times we played some of the poor teams, and and we end up nineteen and two or something, two different years. And you don't learn when you play them kind of teams. Yeah. You know, that's where Decatur had it way over us. 
talk a little bit about uh, uh, Herman Newton Swanner or Ham Newton. Ham, <clears throat> Ham was a great guy. And Ham thought he had Milt Hallbecker at one time from Monroe, mm -hmm. and Milt was tough. And Fars lived in Lynn Grove, and he was trying to get him to move there. He needed, he needed Milt. <laughs> he never quite got the job done, but he told me that different times before he died. He <laughs> said, I thought I had him. You know, so they all tried to cheat a little. He had uh, he had some great teams there at Monroe. Oh, at Monroe, yeah. And then uh, later, <laughs> a couple of good teams there at Harper Township too. Yeah, yeah, he done a good job. Uh, good guy, good family, and and you've got a bunch of people listed here for Burn. Yeah, I probably got way too many people listed there, but I knew them and I kept writing them down and. You look at you look at this list, and and uh, you know people. Of course, a lot of people around here have heard of or remember people like Rod Smith, or Rod, excuse me, Rod Schwartz and Irv Eniger, uh, uh, Trent Trent Lehman, uh, you know, from the 1990s, uh, Larry Leakey, Carl Leakey, Gary Hallberger, Stan Augsburger. Uh, they had some great teams there. You know, they had a junior high school team, and uh, it, it was the late 50s, like 57 or 58. I believe they won something like 63 ball games. <clears throat> and it's probably what made Byrne successful. Jim Yoder was a junior high coach for how many years? And Jim was very, very sharp. He well, still is today, and he's getting up there in years. Well, you look at it, and I mean, you know, uh, Indiger was on that team, Schwartz was on that team. So they had some they had some good uh, go-to guys. Howard Hobbecker was awful tough. I talked to him here a while back. He's mm -hmm. hot, and I don't know where he's Kansas, I think. And uh, he played at Taylor, and then but he played all over the country. And uh, you've got your dad here listed with Kirkland. He was the MVP of the uh, regional there at Fort Wayne. Yeah, they won the first game in '28, and then Central beat them in the finals. Uh, they didn't score much then. I think they only scored 24 points, you know, got beat 32 or 24. But uh, they didn't score then like they do now, you know. And uh, Bill Bryan was was uh, a, a pretty good coach. He he was probably the only coach. I think he coached at five different schools, and he won sectionals at each school. Yeah, he, he <laughs> I, I got to know him a little bit. In fact, he interviewed me when I was in high school since Dad played there. <laughs> good guy, and he done a good job. You know, there was a there was a coach at, uh, at Burn for a while. His name was Sonny Johnson, and he went over to Huntington and coached for a few years and then became principal. He was principal there at Huntington for a, a good while. But he and, and Brian would, would play against uh, – their teams would play against each other, uh, Burn and uh, uh, Kirkland – or Burn and Kirkland, yeah – and then he moved uh, – Brian moved on to Roanoke and when Johnson moved to Huntington, and they played each other there. And I think over the years they were 500 against each other. Mm, yeah. they, each, each, uh, each guy won the same amount of games against the other. Um, Adam Central, you got Roger Schnepp and, and Jerry Mitchell and Jim Earsom. And uh, Roger Schnepp was on the teams there in uh, the, the uh, early to mid-60s that won three sectionals in a row. Uh, Jerry Mitchell played in the 50s, and he was a pretty decent player and pretty good coach. He played in college, too. Did he play? Was it Manchester? Where uh, was it? 
I think it was probably Manchester. Yeah, played yeah. Manchester. He played with us on the hardware team, and <clears throat> he played big. You know, he wasn't very tall, but he played big. Yeah. He was a good ball player, smart. Tell us a little bit about those. Well, you mentioned Clinks earlier, but there were a lot of industrial league teams back in that day. Yeah, it seems like then, and that changed about the time I got too old. All these guys would go to college, and they'd come back home and play. They, you know, just – they didn't go over the country like they do now. And we played some great teams. Uh, Fort Wayne had two of them that we probably beat them a little over half, but not much. But the rest of them we could beat. And then Columbia City, they they went first class and they recruited. And they, without a doubt, they could have probably beat Indiana or Purdue at the time. Most people thought they could. We never could beat them. I mean, they were just that good. Larry Kale was there. Larry Kale was probably the easiest guy to not like. <laughs> but he was one of the toughest. And he could have played any place. And he, he was just tough. Tom Knox, uh, Tom Rathlake. I mean, they had them all. Warren Fisher started in Indiana. When he got out of high, out of college, he went to play with, with Columbus City. He didn't start. <laughs> That's how good they were. Okay, well, with that, we'll take a quick break. Be back right after this. Did a monkey pick your pocket and steal your keys? Did a bull moose scare you and run off with your keys? Did a ghost spook you and cause you no. to drop your keys down a sewer grate? Oh. Did the National Guard run over your keys with a tank? If any of this happened to you, or if you just need some lock work done, a safe combination change, or some keys made, then call Bob's Locksmith Shop. That's Bob's Locksmith Shop at 724-3359, Adams County's only full-time locksmith. Do you know all of the services provided at Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza? We fill propane grill tanks, test pool water, custom mix paint, cut keys, ship UPS packages, cut glass and plexiglass, we rent tents, tables, and chairs. We rent trenchers, a skid loader, tractor, stump grinder, sod cutter, and so many more items. Hardware, plumbing, electrical, or paint. Let Decatur Hardware and Rental make your project much easier to complete. Decatur Hardware and Rental and the Decatur Plaza. Family owned in the same location since 1972. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Do you remember last winter? Why would I want to? Cold, snow, unpredictable utility bills. Exactly, unpredictable utility bills and shortages. What are you getting at? I'm talking about the real world advantages of a quality Hitzer coal burning stove. Where can I learn more? Online at Hitzer.com or stop by the showroom, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Be energy independent with a new handcrafted Hitzer stove. Welcome back to Hitzer Sports Weekly, High School Sports Weekly, as now it's time for the Adams Memorial Hospital preview. Starting off tomorrow night, Thursday, January 25th, in girls basketball, it's AC at Lakewood Park. 
Canterbury at Bluffton. Richmond at South Adams. Boys basketball will be Norwell at Belmont. In swimming, it's Belmont at Bluffton. Norwell at Concordia at Southside. Uh, DeKalb at South Adams. Friday, January 26th, girls basketball. Belmont will be at Leo. East Noble will be at Norwell. Boys basketball, Adams Central at Heritage. Jay County will be at Bluffton. Southern Wells at South Adams. Saturday night, boys basketball, it's Leo at Bluffton. Bluffton at Madison Grant. Norwell at East Noble. South Adams at Canterbury. In a wrestling sectional will take place. The uh, local teams will be at Jay County Wrestling on Saturday. Monday, January 29th, boys basketball, Cowan at Southern Wells. Swimming Norwell at Blackford. Tuesday, January 30th, it's girls basketball sectional. Belmont in the 3A, Lures and Norwell will be at 3A as well. Eastside in 2A, Cherubusco at versus AC. It's Eastside versus South Adams. Southern Wells in playing 1A. It'll be Daleville versus Southern Wells. Anderson Prep versus Cowan. In swimming, Jay County at Adams Central for the boys and Oak Hill at Bluffton. Wednesday, January 31st in girls basketball sectional, Belmont 3A. It'll be Marion versus Mississippi and Belmont versus Heritage. And that is Adams Memorial preview for next week. We'll be back with more <coughs> interviews right after these commercials. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. Member Adams Health Network. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street Indicator. Model trains, one of the nation's favorite hobbies for all ages. For all your needs, rely on Whistle Stop, Hobbies and Crafts, 905 North 2nd Street, Decatur. Trains, pine cars, rockets, model kits, and diorama supplies, they're all at this well-stocked one-stop hobby shop. You'll also find DMC embroidery floss, CK products, and cake, cookie, and candy supplies. Stop today at Whistle Stop, 905 North 2nd Street, Indicator. Your health is of utmost importance to the Adams Memorial Hospital family, and there's no need to travel for most procedures. Services provided by Adams General Surgery with Dr. Lindsay Hardley, members of the Adams Health Network at Adams Memorial Hospital. Ask your physician for a referral or call 260-728-3928 for an appointment. Visit www.adamshospital.org for a complete list of services. Adams Memorial. Exceptional care close to you. Welcome back once again to Hitcher Stokes High School Sports Weekly and uh, it's now time for our From the Archives from uh, Whistle Stop and if uh, you're looking for hobby needs stop by Whistle Stop there in Decatur it's on uh, I, I believe that's North 2nd Street out there isn't it? Yes. So great place I've been in there a couple of times and uh, if you're looking for any kind of hobby they, they should have it and uh, we're going to talk some more with uh, Jack Meyer 
and uh, uh, talked a little bit about uh, Ham Noonswan earlier. But you know, a couple of my favorite guys in all this, Jack, were uh, uh, our Dave Trevere and uh, the the late Porky Holt. And uh, I'll tell you what, I I miss Porky Holt. He was always a, a joy to be around and fun to talk to talk to. I I was good friends with Dave Trevere and Porky, and every time I'd go and they would be in a meeting. They'd always tell how when they played at Hartford, some lady hit him over the head with her purse. Well, I know it was the truth, but I never did admit it. <laughs> and I'd always say, well, these guys lie a lot. You know, I spoke at a Hartford town. Hang on just a minute. Bob, did you know that uh, Dave Trevere's roommate in college was Boog Powell? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's pretty neat. Dave, Dave was a good guy. When we get together like Larry Hanny or any of them guys, when they come down to the house, Dave wants to know. I mean, he loves that. Just good guy. Um, I forget where I was at, but uh, we were talking about uh, Porky Holt and Dave Trevere. Uh, Dave coached and played at uh, uh, Decatur Catholic, and he actually played in the last Decatur Catholic state cha- or the last Catholic state championship. Okay, I and, didn't know that. Uh, no. Well, then he would have played the next year. The, 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 they allowed the uh, Catholic parochial schools to join the uh, IHSAA. Uh, but uh, he coached at uh, Decatur Catholic for a number of years. And I think his record, we figured up uh, his record was something like 88 wins and 88 losses. And uh, who, was the, who was the tall kid from Wilshire? Uh, Jerry? Oh, shoot, forget Wilshire? his name. Wilshire? Yeah, Wilshire. Oh, well, I have a 6'11 guy. Yeah. Well, anyway, one year, uh, one year they got beat pretty badly. I think it was 101 to 69 by Wilshire. And when they played him the next year, he thought, well, you know, we can't stop this big guy, so we'll full court press him, not let him get the ball. And they ended up getting beat on the last second shot, so they played him pretty tough. And and you know what they've done with old – what the heck was his name? I can't think of his name. Dallas huh? uh, So He was from Bryant. Yeah, Dallas Simon. Anyhow – Dave was sort of cagey. He had them all signing autographs before the game. And the guy from Wilshire kept signing autographs, and he didn't even get a chance to warm up. <laughs> That's Dave, Dave pulled that on him. I, I played some with, against him. I don't know why I can't think of his name. And we played against him and with him both. And. He was a different breed. He was 6'11", and he was built to play. You know, he was playing at commercial college. And I scheduled a game with commercial college. And uh, Leonard Granard, he died telling everybody I never missed a shot that (laughs) night, which that wasn't right. But I think I had 48 that night, and Leonard was proud of that. Just 48, 48, yes. (laughs) Well, you know, Porky Holt always told the story about taking, and I wish I could re- remember Jerry's last name, but him and Norb Witte to Ball State to a ball game. And uh, he said, I had two tall- two players with me taller than anybody. I don't know who Ball State was playing that night, but he said, I had two players with me taller than anybody either the college teams could put on the floor. And then he gets back and, and he, he starts getting phone calls from people in Wilshire think he's trying to recruit this kid, yeah. you know. So you can't win, but. Uh, yeah. Why in the heck can I think of his oh. name? I can't believe that. Anyhow, Porky Holt <clears throat> told me more than once the best athlete he ever coached was Harry Myers. Mm-hmm. 
and he went from Monmouth to South Side, so he coached a lot of good ball players. Yeah. But he Harry coached a, was a, a couple of years at uh, Winchester too, so he got. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't remember that. Yeah. He's uh, he was around. He just passed away here not too long ago. Yeah. But he was a heck of a guy. Oh, he was a great guy, and he'd get when we'd get together, he'd always be there, and just a lot of fun to listen to him talk. He told me a story one time about I think it was, uh, oh, I want to say Spencerville or maybe Harlan, someplace up in there. They he was in high school and then playing a game. And he said he got a stomach cramp right in the middle of the game. And he said, they used one official back then. And he said, I walked up to this official, I ran up to him and said, where's the bathroom? And uh, the official said, well, it's down there. It's the third door on your left. So he said, I'll run down there just as fast as I could and opened the door and scared about three women right out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Sent him to the women's bathroom. So, but I, yeah, I'll tell you. tell a lot of good stories when you get there. Jack, over the years, you've had uh, several get-togethers down at your your place, and and uh, you arranged for a uh, a big get-together at South Adams there a few years back, and and uh, I I just want you to know I really appreciate it. I love that kind of stuff, and uh, you know, usually you you see a lot of the same guys, but uh, a, a lot of years there's people that come that haven't been there before. Yes, we were very lucky. We had them. We had a lot of fun doing it. And see, like to say, seen people we hadn't seen. We knew them, not very well, but we knew them, and they they showed up. Uh, we it's too late now. Most half of them are gone. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Augsburger and Helen. Oh, yeah. We don't oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. We we got it. Uh, that's what he told me. Jerry Augsburg actually called me one time and said, "You know, I want to take you out to dinner." And I said, "Why?" And he said, "Well, because of you, I got remarried." Well, I'll take it. I'll take it back a step. I had uh, I had been working on some Hartford Township stuff, and I knew Jerry had coached at uh, Petroleum and at Salem Center up by Angola, and I'd uh, uh, found some information and stuff, and was sharing it to him. And I sent it to him, and he told me later his uh, his first wife was was dying, and and he said I was sitting by her bedside reading your letter. And that that really touched my heart, you know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he said, you know. Uh, since you guys invited me this, he said, I saw a really nice-looking young lady across the room, went over and talked to her, and ended up marrying her. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a pretty good uh, a pretty good outcome for yeah. you, one of your little get-togethers. Yeah, he's always going to thank you for that about once a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he's uh, – and he was the second 1,000-point scorer in the county. Yeah. So, heck of a ball player. Uh, why don't we take one more break, and we'll come back, and uh, we've got a few minutes yet before we need to get to the Pacers ball game. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Do you know all of the services provided at Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza? We fill propane grill tanks, test pool water, custom mix paint, cut keys, ship UPS packages, cut glass and plexiglass. We rent tents, tables, and chairs. We rent trenchers, a skid loader, tractor, stump grinder, sod cutter, and so many more items. Hardware, plumbing, electrical, or paint. Let Decatur Hardware and Rental make your project much easier to complete. Decatur Hardware and Rental and the Decatur Plaza. Family owned in the same location since 1972. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. 
Do you remember last winter? Why would I want to? Cold, snow, unpredictable utility bills. Exactly, unpredictable utility bills and shortages. What are you getting at? I'm talking about the real world advantages of a quality Hitzer coal burning stove. Where can I learn more? Online at Hitzer.com or stop by the showroom, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Be energy independent with a new handcrafted Hitzer stove. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. Member Adams Health Network. Welcome back once again to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. Our, I'm Bob Adams, and our special guest tonight is uh, Jack Meyer, who played at uh, Hartford Township in the early 50s. And uh, Jack, it was a, it, obviously if it was a little bit of a different world back then. A lot of these small schools, uh, uh, I, I remember Kirkland one year had five or six Arnolds, and their coach was an Arnold. And uh, there, there were the same – it was a, the same thing with the, the – uh, Kessler, that's it. Jerry Kessler. Yeah, Jerry Kessler. Thank you, Steve. Uh, I knew somebody would come up with that. Yeah. Six foot eleven. Oh, Jerry I Kessler. should have known. I can't yeah. believe I couldn't remember. Well, you know, it's uh, we're both getting old, Jack, and I know I've got a mind like a steel sieve. Everything goes <laughs> through it. It doesn't nothing much sticks. But uh, anyway, it 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 had to be fun playing against some of the smaller schools because. Uh, obviously, you'd play against them for four years. You get to know them. Some of the schools weren't actually that far apart. And, uh, you know, the sectionals were at Decatur. Uh, so it was kind of like a big family reunion a lot of times. It was all the time. And we knew everybody. And now these kids play, and they probably don't know many kids when they're playing from all around. And probably couldn't even name the coaches, <clears throat> you know. Who who was Hartford Township's big big uh, competition? Who was your biggest rival back then? Yeah, well, it might have been Petroleum. I don't know Petroleum, of course. Burn. I would guess Petroleum had a lot of good ball players. You know. Yeah. Well, they're not that far apart either. I mean, Hartford no. Township's in the west part no. of the county, and and Petroleum <laughs> was in kind of the east part of the county. Yeah, that that was that was good times. Burn was always. Rivalry, you know, we knew everybody, and there was some hate back and forth, and that makes it. I heard a story one time about a uh, maybe it was a sectional game, and there, there was a player that overslept or something, and they had to track him down. Yeah, that was from Hartford. Uh, geez, I can't even think who it was <laughs> now, and I should I should know that. Yeah, he overslept, and they. Took him the game late. You it know, might, it might have been a Mosier. That was younger than I was. I don't know. You know, it's 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 interesting. Of course, these basketball get-togethers you have, you hear all kinds of stories and 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 uh, different things. But uh, and you wonder if if some of them are true, or maybe some of them might be uh, uh, expanded on just a little bit. But. Uh, Yeah. 
Harold Sheets was a great guy. Yeah, yeah. he was a good guy. He did I, some work for the studio here for a uh, while. He he actually did some sports uh, broadcasting here okay, for the studio yeah. here. Uh, yeah, I oh I I I can tell this I guess. We played at Northwebster in the summer. We always played up there in that tournament, and it was a great tournament. We was playing up there, and Sheets was coaching. He got there late, and he no more than got there, and he took Gary Kessler out. Kessler was sitting on the bench, and of course we didn't hear it, but we had time out our by just to laugh, and Kessler told Sheets, we need somebody in there to rebound. Sheets says, I know we do, Gary, but we don't have anybody. <laughs> Six eleven didn't yeah. have anybody. I still remember that. Well, it's uh, it's about getting close to that time. We've got Pacers following us. Uh, we do have uh, South Adams and Southern Wells ball game on Friday. Rex will be doing some wrestling on uh, Saturday. The opening round of the sectional starts Tuesday next week. It starts Tuesday next week. For, yeah, girls basketball will have uh, two games on Tuesday night from East Side, and then we'll be back at Belmont on Wednesday night for the for the uh, Belmont game. So we got. Uh, we'll have it from the ball game. But will you be there announcing? Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, probably Matt and I will do a do a hitch or stoves before our ball game. But Jack, I'd like to thank you for coming up and taking the time. And it's it's been you know I love this kind of stuff and it's been real interesting. Well, I want to thank you, Bob, and I appreciate you guys inviting us here. I enjoy sports all the time, so couldn't have been more fun. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week uh, live on location at uh, Belmont High School with the uh, Belmont girls. We'll have a hitch or stoves before that. So until then, drive safely and stay warm. is Channel Z. Hanging in the air! 92.7 FM, WZBD. Down the left Earth. side of the lane, and he tossed it in as he was falling to the floor. This is Indiana Pacers Basketball, brought to you by Banker's Life and Casualty Company. For more than 130 years, Banker's Life has been helping individuals and families protect their financial security and prepare for retirement. Banker's